Welcome to Arpnimi. This is Saratova Best. Sorry, this um Parshas Vayera. Vision. We're just what we're our plan for this year that with God's help and Bli Nether is to divide the Devar Malchus up into five parts every week and do a small part every day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Something like that. That's our thought. Um so we can have mini bites of how do you have mini bites of something that's massive? We don't know, but um everything becomes possible <laughs> in in a in a world that's completely um yeah. And we'll also add different thoughts about what's going on in the world. So the week of Bayera means vision, visibility. It's a the reason for the name of the Parsha, Vayera is Hashem, and Hashem appeared to him. Vayera elav Hashem, Havaya, Vayera elav Havaya. Just taking those three words, we understand the whole Parsha is about not just him. Who's him? Avram Avinu officially? Not really. Because, you know, I know that in our family when you say they, you know, they say who's they? Right? Who are you speaking to? Right? So they should, you know, sometimes we do that. Well, you know, they should really make sure that this gets taken care of. Who's they? There is no they anymore. So, and he, and Havaya Yudke Vazke appeared to him. Who is him? Who is him? I need to read stories about somebody else. Who is he? A love. He appeared, and Yudke Vazke, I know who that is. I mean, I know the name. We just dealt with that name last week. Yudke Vavke, Havaya and Elakim, in Parshas Nayach, or two weeks ago, in Parshas Nayach, really was introduced, you can say, a revolutionary Avaida, which is, there's Yudke Vavke, there's, Hash, there's Hashem, sorry, let's do it this way. There's Hashem as he creates the world through his concealed way, Elokim, you do not see him. But that's him anyway. Elokim. He conceals, he creates a world and he's in it, but you don't see him. That's the world through Elohim. And then there's as he creates a world through Yudke Vavke, he's more visible. It's miraculous. But it's a different, it's a different kind of energy. So how do you merge the miraculous with the mundane? It's called in the code language, if you want to say, Havayu Alakim, Hashem Alakim, Hashem Alakim, Hashem Alakim. We dealt with that in Parshas Nayach. Hashem Alakim. That miraculous, visible energy of Hashem, where he reveals himself much more openly, not fully, but much more openly, and then merges that with him as he hides himself. That's a whole oxymoron that requires a lot of thinking into and deep learning. And then there's the invitation in Tyra to actually live that way. If you're going to live that way, miraculous and mundane, all coming together, you've got to be able to see Hashem there in front of you. You know, I ain't doing this one by myself, as they would say in the vernacular. So then we come to Lech Lecha. And Lech Lecha is, leave behind everything familiar. I will take you to a whole new way. 
course you can't do Hashem Elokim by yourself. How would you figure, how would you know how to do it? According to your old habits, you only know what you know. If you let, let go of everything you know, I will take you to Ela Arta Shere Eka, that's Parshas Lechlecha, the land that I will show you there, it's, it's going to be a whole different way. But I, I will take you there, trust me, says Hashem. And then we move on to Parshas Vayera. Vayera is Vayera Elav Havai, Yudke Vavke. There we go again. Hashem openly revealed, not as Elohim. It doesn't say Vayera Elav. We want to first figure out, and he appeared. Someone appeared. Who appeared, and to whom did he appear? And then, of course, what does that have to do with me? So let's start with what does this have to do with me? Because in the end, in this world today, let's sort of mostly almost anything anybody cares about is what does it have to do with me? They'll say it in more sophisticated ways. They, we, you know, how is this actually uh, personally relevant to the situation? That's the question. But basically what people are asking is, or people are very polite, no, 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 I'm, oh, I'm fascinated, thank you, no, 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 please continue. And then they fall asleep. So they, so then you realize they're essentially asking, how is this personally relevant to me? Because quite honestly, my brain will not focus on it for more than two seconds unless it's personally relevant. That comes from Hashem. So we want to know, what does this, what does Bayera love Hashem have to do with me? So let's start at the end. Who is a love? And Hashem appeared to him. We know the story. I read the story. It's Avram Avinu. But the fact that it says to him in a generic term, that's not poetic language. That's Hashem telling us. When I'm saying I appeared to him, you know who the him is? You're ready? It's all of you. Him. Generic him. Every Jew. So not only did Hashem appear to every Jew in this encounter, sitting there together with Brismila, that whole thing, we'll, that we'll do tomorrow. Not only in this Parsha did Hashem appear to him, generic him, meaning, meaning every Jew, every child of Avram Avinu. You know, Avram Avinu and his kids. Who are his kids? You and me. So in the Parsha, Hashem appeared to every single Jew. Now, was that a one-time thing? You know, that story, sitting in Eloni Mamre outside the tent, and I wasn't there. No, the Parsha, it's it's in real time, right here, right now. When this week begins... And today, by the way, is Rachelim Menu's yard site, so it's very powerful. Again, who are we? We're not only. In this week and on this day, how are we seeing ourselves? Number one, Avram Avinu's children. Number two, Rachelim Menu's children. Wow. Well, now you know who you are this week and today. So with that in mind... Do you feel ready for Hashem to appear to you? I would say. In fact, what is what else is there to do when you ha- just happen to be so high up on the spiritual rung? You know, you happen to be the child of Avram Avinu. You happen to be happen to be the the, the child of Rachel Menu. 
what, what do you think you're going to do all day? Play mahjong? You're going to want to experience truth. Especially, here we are in a year when the world is very dark and the main, the main occupation of the world today, you ready? Is to spread lies. Oh yay. You know how it says in the future the occupation of the entire world will be nothing other than to know truth? Well right now the occupation of the entire world is to um, suppress truth. Oh, how fun is that? Or at least half the world. Thank you to the media. Thank you to, I'm not going to mention all the, somebody's, the fact that I'm not going to mention is because somebody's obviously listening, right? So we understand. Why do we have suppression of truth? The main occupation of the world seems to be involved at this, this very narrow moment in time in suppressing truth. The opposite of Vayera Lav Hashem. But if you're the child of Avram Avinu and Rachli Menu, what do you want to do? Reveal and experience and see truth. In a world that wants to suppress truth. Isn't that an interesting combination? They want to suppress truth. You want to reveal truth. Hmm, who's going to win? So, and they, whoever they is, social media, the media, the media, and others, big pharma and all that, they want to suppress truth. For, they have all their financial and political and social reasons why they want to suppress any truth. And so, that's it. And here you are. Oh, great. In this week, you are being shown truth. That's tough. They don't want truth revealed. And you're seeing it stronger than ever. So when it comes to the week of Vayera Elav Hashem, Elav means you. And he, Yudke Vavke Hashem, appears to you in real time, present time, at this moment. It's not a story about something that happened once, once upon a time in the year, whatever we said, from creation. 2,000 and some years from creation. Um... After Lech Lecha, I have to look up the date. Something like that. 2023 after creation. Something like that. This is not a story only about then. This is mostly a story of, and this is not only a story about Avram Avinu then, one time, sitting at his tent. This is a story about you now sitting in your tent. In your little bubble. Maybe you're in Australia and you're sitting in your tent in lockdown. Or you're sitting in your tent behind your mask, which means you're secluded. What's a tent? A tent is you're secluded. You're kind of separated from everybody else. You're, you know, you're not, uh, although Avram Avinu sat outside his tent. He was right there, the interface. So you're sitting there behind your mask or in front of your mask. And Hashem is appearing to you. And truth is being sent to you. And it's happening in real time. And the last point I want to make is, which part of Hashem is coming to, to, to show you truth? It doesn't say, and truth appeared to him. 
It says, Vayere lav yudke vavke. That's not, truth is called emnes in Hebrew. So where am I getting this idea that truth appeared to you and truth is coming to you? So the idea is coming from, what is yudke vavke? We said, Elohim is Hashem, as he conceals himself in the world. You look at the world, you look at a tree, and you don't see Hashem. Or even, you know, you look at a sidewalk, and you don't see Hashem. And Yudke Vavke is Hashem as he's more openly revealed. Not so many covers. And, at that level, he performs a lot of miracles. As he comes as Elohim, he says, no changing the rules of nature. You know, you've got to stick to, a tree is a tree, a car is a car, a sidewalk is a sidewalk. We don't... We don't interchange. We said that last week. And in the world of Yudke Vavke, Hashem says, we don't get stuck in all these limitations. It's very flowing. Stick with me. On the level of Yudke Vavke, says Hashem, stick with me. Let's stay on this frequency. And everything is very open, very flowing, very we're in the moment together. And we're not stuck with all the limitations of the world. Things can miraculously just work out in a way that we couldn't even predict. So when Hashem appears to us as Yudke Vavke, as Hashem, as Havaya, He's appearing to us on that frequency. He's giving us access to that frequency. So to end it all off, to sum it all up, we're in a week when we want to keep our eyes open because, you know, if you have if you have the stomach to listen to the news, which I don't know, things are going to start to come out. We said we're in a world where there's a battle. Truth versus falsehood. Suppression of truth, revelation of truth. Suppression of truth is coming from the world, from the media, from the from all from 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 the bad guys. Revelation of truth is coming from the parsha. Which one? So which one is it? Which one will win? Revelation of truth, revelation of Hashem's Hashem being openly revealed, or suppression? How can truth be suppressed in the world? Because you don't see Hashem. What are the globalists trying to do? Get rid of Hashem, Chas Get rid of any visibility of Hashem. That's what they're trying to do. So, here we have a situation where we're in a week we're in a week in which So this is the week when we can expect that something big is going to happen in the world. In a world in which there's a massive push, more than any ever before, we have come to a moment in history when the the desire of Amalek, the Nachash HaKadmaini, whomever you want to, whoever it is, I guess it's a combination of both has come to its peak. And certainly I'm not making this up. This is based on 
many, 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 many shiurim of many, 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 many rabbis and many, much looking into Tyra, we're at a point historically where, at which the Nachasha Kadmaini, which, whose job has been to trick us since the beginning of time, beginning with Chava, and, and enclose himself every time we win against him, he encloses himself, it, and his, sorry, his agenda is to fight truth. To fight truth. Hashem put him there to fight the ultimate truth. And he, and each time he would fight, and he would do a pretty good job. And he, he, when we would succeed a little bit, he would move from the to the the next higher level, from 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 Chava, and then to the th- and then to the three sons of 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 Ham, you know, to Mitzrayim, and then so we had Mitzrayim, and then and then we had the Greeks and the Persians. We so we had Hanukkah and and um. Purim, and, and then throughout history, and then we had debates with the Catholic Church for a thousand years, and, and all this stuff, and plus, plus, horrible stuff, and moving up, moving up, moving up, till he comes to his final battle. And he and Amalek, how they interplay, I'm not sure, but the final, the final battle of them to fight Hashem and to fight truth, we're in the middle of it now. If some people say, God forbid there shouldn't be World War Four. There, or World War Three, And then there are speakers who say, what do you mean, God forbid? We're in the middle of it now. It's no longer bang, bang, shoot, shoot. It's, it's a cyber war. It's a mindset war. And it's very intense. And we're in the middle of it. Because a mullah and the Nachash Kadmani, they want to win. They want to suppress truth. Their everything, their beinghood is based on that. Of course, we know the end of the story that they will not. And they're really only a tool of Hashem to reveal truth in a greater way because the whole world has to come to a very deeply internalized, own-it-yourself understanding and belief that Hashem that everything, that Hashem is pure truth. And every citizen of the world needs to own that in a very deep way, not just hear it from somebody else. So we're in the midst of this battle, and, of the, and, and, and if you look at all the media suppression, you know, and all the, the videos that you get, it's ridiculous, you know, conspiracy theories. Okay? So the whole world is involved in, from all sides, conspiracy theories. What does conspiracy theories mean? Means from all sides up down this 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 opinion and that opinion. Everybody's understanding something is being. There's some truth somewhere and it's being suppressed. Why is it being suppressed? Because the the forces that be that stand for the ultimate lie, which is there's no God, God forbid, and He doesn't have any particular needs. Everything that Tyra says that you know. The gender thing, the, the, how Hashem feels about the gender issue and how Hashem feels about all the mitzvahs that Hashem gives us, vu and all of that, all of that being suppressed and being changed around, that's because it comes from Malek, Nachash, Akadmani, who want to suppress, who want to destroy it once for all, God forbid, and they will not succeed, and from communist China with all their stuff. This is the week when 
Something big is going to happen. We need to keep our eyes open. Vayere love Hashem means Yudke Vavke Hashem, not as he's in the world where you don't see anything, or in the world in so, you know, choosing to be miraculous. He's giving us, he's appearing to every one of us, generic, Vayere love Hashem, in his higher aspect, in his miraculous way, in his more less concealed way. And once he appears to us, he appears to us and gives us access to being able to see truth and see through all the nonsense and the suppression of truth. So if nothing else, this is a week in which Yidden all over the world will be empowered to see through the veil of truth suppression. It's a powerful week. And that's at the very least. And then take it higher and higher. We, Hashem is appearing to us every minute of this week and giving us access to a visibility that will really enable us to step into our role as lamplighters, as the bearers of the torch of truth and light for the whole world forever because ultimately we know the future in the future every single citizen of the world is destined to come to us and say teach me truth but they have to ask for it we tried to teach them truth for 5,782 years and much of the time almost all of Jewish history was them resisting us being the lamplighters and us teaching them truth. And they resist, they did, and I'm not going to, and it's called Rahman Uslan, Holocaust, pogroms, Rahman Uslan, Hayalotia, Holocaust, pogroms, crusades, um, uh, inquisition, etc., 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 expulsion. Plus, 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 on every one of these things. It's called, we know that you Jews know truth. We know. We learned the partial. We know Vayera Elav Havaya means that Hashem is appearing to you at every single second and teaching you truth and teaching, telling you to teach us truth. And we don't want it. We don't want it. So all of Jewish history was the world kicking and screaming and saying, we don't want it. Don't teach us truth. We'll do, but don't. But in the end, they will own from a very deep inner place the desire to come to us and say, please teach us truth. And perhaps what we're seeing today happening in the world is a very deep purification. Not for us. Well, maybe for us it's whatever our purification needs to be. Let's assume, please God, it was done. But the world going through a process of switching from not wanting to hear real truth from us to begging us to give them truth. And so the balagan that we see going on in the world is probably nothing other than that. With all the, you know, you see these scary videos of stuff. And it's all one thing. They want to hear truth from us. And we want to, and we need to step into wanting to teach them truth. 
We got so used to being beaten up that we gave up. It's easier to just be a small person and be left alone. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. What? A Jew was created to be a small person, to be left alone in his little corner and just and just do his mitzvahs and just be left alone? That's what we were brought into the world to do? To be left alone, to sit quietly in the corner? Because we were so beaten up for all of these generations. We just said, just at least that. Leave us alone. But now, they're saying, no, no, no. What do you mean, leave you alone? You're supposed to teach us truth. So that's what we're watching. So we can say that this is a template week. Hashem appearing to us with truth. And from that, we. And what did Avram Avinu do when this was happening? He was sitting outside his tent and looking for people, for travelers, that he could teach truth to. Even in his weakened state. He just had his bris mila. He was looking for travelers to teach truth to. That is our role in the world. And we are being empowered this week. So, Bezos Hashem, we should find ourselves teaching truth to the entire world this week in the base of Migdash Ashlishi, in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema. should be immediately now.